0: Hi, it's Anna. Something we do here at Death, Sex, and Money is we stay in touch with people long after they've been on the show. Because that's part of the idea. The kinds of stories we tell keep unfolding. They don't have an end. So today we wanted to bring you an update about Rashima Melson. She was on the show in late 2015 when she was finishing up her fall semester of her sophomore year at Georgetown in D.C. That episode was called Stop Calling Me the Homeless Valedictorian. It's on our website at deathsexmoney.org. Rashima lived in a homeless shelter for three years before starting at Georgetown, and her story got a lot of press. When we talked in her dorm, she'd gotten tired of all the attention.
1: It's always this list they have. It's like, oh, my God, are you Rashima? I'm like, yes. You were valedictorian. Yes. You were in a homeless shelter. Yes. Oh, my God. And I'm just like... It's annoying sometimes because it's like, I wish you people would just stop calling me that. Like, I'm not the homeless valedictorian. Like, I'm Rashima Melson.
0: Still out of that media attention, Rashima got a lot of support, including online donations. She kept up a personal website, RashimaMelson.com, and she'd post occasional video updates there. A few months ago, I was checking the site and found out she was leaving Georgetown.
1: I'll be leaving D.C. and transferring to a new school. um, And I'll be living on base with my husband. And it's a decision that I thought really long about. um, And I felt like it was the right decision for me.
0: Rishima got married in April of last year to an old high school boyfriend, and she left Georgetown that summer. I wanted to know how she was feeling about all those big changes. After some phone tag, I caught up with Rashima while she was driving around Clarksville, Tennessee, the town she'd called home for the last six months. It's right near Fort Campbell, the military base where her husband is stationed. She says his job is why they got married.
1: They don't consider you important or you even as part of his life if you're not a wife. They don't, like the military, you know, they're like, that's how they look at things. There's no such thing as a girlfriend. It's like, oh, okay, you're, you're talking to this girl. Either you're going to marry her or you're not going to marry her.
0: So to live live on base and to be together, to live together, you had to be married. Yeah. And how do you like being married? I like
1: being married. Like, certain parts of it. It's 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 okay. Um, I guess it's kind of hard to answer that question because we're we getting a divorce. Oh, well, you are? Yeah, um, but as far as, like, marriage in general, I mean, I like it.
0: Why'd you decide to separate? Why'd you decide to split up?
1: Um, I think that we just want different things in life. And, um, I think this is for the best, just so that each party is happy, um, yeah. But um
0: yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I I knew that you'd gotten married, but I didn't know you all were splitting up. I know that's hard.
1: Oh, I mean we're fine. No, we're we're fine, we're fine. Like it's it's not as you know, it's not really that emotional. So
0: Is he um yeah. is he in agreement that the divorce is the right thing to do?
1: Um no he doesn't he he's asking me you know, like we literally 30 minutes ago just turned in the papers, like at the courthouse.
0: Like, and he like asked just me, before we, t- just before I called like, you.
1: Right, just before you, like yeah, just before you called me. And he asked me, Are "You sure you want to do this?" He he wants to work it out. He's like, "What did I do wrong?" And I'm like, "You really like you didn't do anything wrong. Like you're you, and one day you'll find the person who you should be with, but." I just want more. It's not more about money. It's not anything like that. I just, I deserve more. I worked so hard all my life and I, and I settled and it was not the right deal to settle on. It's, it's hard because he feels like he wants to be a provider. Like he's like, no, I'll take care of us. You can be a housewife. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be a housewife. I've never been a housewife. I'm not going to be a housewife.
0: Did you have different ideas about when you wanted to start a family?
1: Yes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't really like like when I was younger, I really didn't want kids. Um, but, you know, meeting him, and you know, getting into the relationship, he wanted kids. And, you know, since we're married, it was like, oh, that makes sense. You know, now we can like build a family. I don't think I look particularly ready to build a family yet because, you know, in that aspect, I feel like I'm so young. I feel like I still have things to accomplish, and I don't want to have to stop my education or stop where I'm going to, you know, take care of a child. That's a lot of responsibility. So, you know, my mindset wasn't fully focused on that. Yeah. So I think that wasn't one of the things, though.
0: Where Where are you right now? What's that sound in the background?
1: Oh, we're at some physical place. I'm getting
0: food. <laughs> are you in, like, a drive through yeah. Uh, and are, so it's, it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> and are you with Are you with your husband? Yeah, he's here. He's sitting right there next to you?
1: Yeah, he's sitting right next to me. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I asked, but her husband didn't want to talk. He's staying in Clarksville while Rishima moves back to D.C. She told me her plan to move in with her mom, who's since moved out of the shelter and into a place of her own. And she'd already lined up a job. She planned to keep taking classes online through her school in Tennessee. She says finishing school is her top priority.
1: I've been in contact with um, Georgetown, so I don't know if I'm going to go back there or not. Um,
0: Tell me about that. What What? do you? What, how do you feel about Georgetown in the prospect of going back?
1: I feel like, you know, like when we talk, and I was talking about how I feel about when people call me, like, the homeless by the or just a lot of expectations that people put over my head. Yeah. I think with leaving Georgetown, I felt like I was leaving that life behind. But then it occurred to me, like, you know, why run away from, like, what I want to do, or what I'm destined to do, just because people are showing me that they're on my side. I think I, all my life, like, my mom wasn't the kind of parent that's like, oh, you got straight A's, good job, keep it up. Make sure you know it was always me on my own telling me I need to do this or this is the best thing for me. So when I had all those people in my corner, I didn't know how to receive that.
0: Um, yeah, huh. but, that's but interesting, Yoshima. I didn't you all that you didn't know how to receive having all these people in your corner. That's an interesting way to put it.
1: Yeah, because I'm not used to that much support. I have so many people who I can call now, whether it's like advice or whether it's school or... I've, I've never had that growing up. And I think I think I was just upset because I felt like if I would have failed, it just became a lot of pressure. Like, if I would have failed, then, like, the whole world would have known. So right now, I feel like it doesn't bother me anymore. Um, I know that when people, like most people, even when they're just super excited to, like, share my story, I know it's all about their, like, um, proud. You know, it's just like the whole like Britney Spears having a meltdown. You know, because she's like a public figure. It's just stuff happens. You know, like some people just can't handle all that pressure at once. And I feel like that's what I had like a little, a little meltdown.
0: A little Britney Spears moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. or like, or like a Kanye moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you, do you regret getting married, leaving Georgetown? Do you have no, any regrets? not at all.
1: I feel like if I never, besides the relationship part, I mean, it took me, it taught me a lot of things, like, I started to learn how to cook, and how to cook, you I got my driver's license, which I would have never gotten in D.C. because nobody had a car that I could use, or just a whole lot of things that I've accomplished being here that I wouldn't have done at Georgetown, and it gave me, like, a breath, like, take a step back and really you, you know what was going on. And I think it's helped me to know what I really, really want. Like for instance, like um like dating him, like we made like a really strong bomb because of the situations that we were going through ourselves. So it was like, you know, I see him like as my best friend, like the only person at the time who I could truly like depend on. But then, then like, you know, being married and once the struggle's over it's like, well, I kind of want more. I kind of want other qualities. I kind of want you just yeah. want other stuff.
0: Are you still sitting next to your soon, yeah. soon-to-be ex-husband? So <laughs> it's you all. It sounds like you are able to be very honest with each other.
1: Oh yes, 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 yes. We were very honest with each other. What did our counselor say? We were brutally honest with each other. <laughs>
0: you, you said your counselor said that. Do you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's important. I think we've always been honest with each other. I mean, whether it was like a good or bad thing to say, you know, we, you know, I just think the truth is always the best way. <sighs>
0: yeah, he. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, Rashima, I wanna, I wanna thank you for talking with me again. I didn't realize I was catching you at a moment it was of. Not,
1: it was... No, it wasn't a bad time. Don't worry, like for me, this is a happy moment. This is me to really under I'm really understanding my purpose in life. I'm really understanding my words and all those things but um, yeah, so it's fine. I'm fine. He's fine.
0: well, I wish you the very, very best of luck. so you're leaving this weekend.
1: Yes, um, all my stuff is already packed up um and I'll be driving up to up to d c
0: by myself, you you're driving the U-Haul by yourself.
1: Yeah, because he can't come. He has work. He wants ugh, he wants to come and help me.
0: I think more. Build. I'm impressed. You just you just got your driver's license and you're driving a U-Haul truck.
1: <laughs> all the way <laughs> from Tennessee. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but I'm like, hey, you got to do it once in a lifetime. <laughs> My mom has drove them plenty of times already, so I know if she did it. I can
0: do it. That's Rashima Melson. She made it to D.C. Her mom ended up helping her drive the U-Haul back. She's since gotten her first credit card and a car loan for a Ford Fiesta. She drives it to and from her job as a manager at KFC in Maryland. Rashima's divorce was final on March 10th. And she says she'll find out from Georgetown by June whether she can return this fall. Also, I want to let you know that Snap Judgment, the great storytelling podcast that's our cousin at WNYC Studios, will be running a version of our episode with Emma, the ambivalent sex worker who was on the show about a year and a half ago. You'll hear an update on Emma, who I recently caught up with by phone. What's going on now? What are you up to? Well, I have, um, you know, basically retired. Check out Snap Judgment this week. And you can hear my latest conversation with Emma in our newsletter next Wednesday. Don't miss it. If you're not signed up, please subscribe. Go to deathsexmoney.org slash newsletter.